hello. Hi. <laughs> Coming to you through the electrical impulses of the internet, it's F that noise. Featuring Mike Burton, Reeve, Jamie Klein, Pete Melia, and Steve Taylor. <laughs> It is episode 20 of F That Noise as we bow down and pay homage to the Tiger King on this on this wild and wooly episode. We are uh, doing something new here today, kids. We are broadcasting, streaming live to our new YouTube channel and also on our new website, fthatnoisepod.com. So if you're hearing this Sex. in no. audio-only <laughs> form... You can head over to our uh, website and catch up on all of our uh, episodes, all of our videos. You can email us. There's an email link there, fthatnoisepod.com. As you can see, we're in we're in for a treat here. Uh, I am Keith Grieve, driving this ship of fools, along with Steve Taylor. Hi. Jamie Klein. Ooh, who's been playing with my computer? Pete Melia. <laughs> This <laughs> <laughs> and Mike Burdick. Hey, look, everyone! It's Alfred. Alfred, hi. <laughs> what the hell is that from? That's lethal weapon right there. I just watched it the other night. What part is that? <laughs> when uh, they're talking to the little kid with the 3D glasses. Who likes some ice cream? Hey, look, everybody! It's Alfred. Look, it's Alfred. Look, everybody! It's Alfred. Alfred, hi. Jesus. After the house blew up, he points at his tattoo. He had that. Oh, yes. Now, <laughs> now I remember. Now I remember. All right. So, if you are new, <laughs> you don't. You remember. You don't remember shit. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Oh, we start. <laughs> Every episode with a drive of the week. If you're not familiar with what a drive is, it is a line from a movie or a TV show set with sun, blah, said with exceptional velocity <laughs> and volume. <laughs> Keep them off. No, it isn't. Uh, oh, and this segment belongs to Jamie Klein. All right, ladies and germs. We uh, recently had a drive of the week uh, several weeks back with William Shatner from Star Trek Through the Wrath of Khan, which arguably could be one of the greatest drives ever. So we thought we would um, follow up with a drive that Christopher Lloyd did in Star Trek III, The Search for Spock. Now, um, for, for us nerds, we've seen the shit out of this thing. For for you normal people, basically, um, this is a scene where the Klingons are in the Enterprise, and Kirk set him up, and he's going to blow the shit out of it. And uh, take it away. Once a mile. <laughs> what have I done? The only thing you could do. Marty! He <laughs> <laughs> did it right before Back to the Future and right after Taxi. One of the few good things about you ever see the movie Once Upon a Time in the or A Million Ways to Die in the West, the Seth MacFarlane movie? Unfortunately, yes. Horrible movie, except for I love 
the cameo he had playing Doc Brown. Yes, that's where he accidentally walks in and he's Oh, I never saw that. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, you're better. It's not a funny movie, but that scene is great. Like it's worth looking up on YouTube. I I just think he's like he's like the zickest freaking. I think he's probably bar none the zickest actor ever. I think he's out of his mind in like everything. Even when he's serious, he's out of his mind. When he plays like uh, the Dream Team, remember that movie? Oh, oh yeah, it's great. And yeah. he's like the straight laced character, but he's like still completely out of his gourd. That's true. Uh, I put I put Randy Quaid up on that list. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's out of his mind put, for very different reasons. Yeah, that's true I put David Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the Keith, Keith likes that comment. That was the. Drive of the Week brought to you by Trashman Media for the latest Blu-ray and DVD reviews, including videos and interviews. Check out Trashman Media at www.trashmanmedia.com as well as on Twitter and Facebook. And don't forget to check out www.bizarrabiz.com for all news, no bullshit. And a special shout out to uh, all the first responders. Uh, I want to dedicate this to you guys today. All the men and women uh, working at... You know, grocery stores, uh, healthcare workers, uh, especially the people at the liquor stores. Thank you very much. Really appreciate everything you do. Wow. Well, oh there God. you have it. Yes. Cheers. 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 All right. So, and speaking of essential workers, we have the Tiger King, right? Yes. Circuit Office King. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could have picked a better time to release something like this. Oh, it's an awful situation, but everyone being home. Right. It it, it almost feels like they started the pandemic just so that they could play this documentary when they did. I think seriously. My God. Right? It was like the time. I watched one episode and I was kind of like, duh. And then I watched the second episode. (laughs) And then after that, it was all downhill. Like, I had to finish it after that. Yeah, I binge watched. Um, I, I watched a couple episodes then uh, on Friday. I think I watched episodes three through seven. Watched them all Friday night. And uh, I couldn't stop it. I, could, it was, I was. It's like a train wreck. But it really a very well-made train wreck. It's not like, you know, watch, like, clips of, like, the Kardashians and, all, and like, the Osbournes, all that bullshit. Um where you kind of, it's entertaining, but it's a piece of shit. At the same time, you feel like you're a moron when you watch it. Well, this is actually, you're right, and that's all scripted anyway. You're right, absolutely. But this was well-made, funny at times. I was laughing my ass off during this. <laughs> yeah. And, and at, at other times, like, just mind-blowingly shocking. Um, yeah, I... I think that yeah, I think the best part of this was of how well it was actually made. Yes, because, because that made that made whatever came up that much better. It was just there are good documentaries, there are bad, and any mm. documentary can make you feel a certain way. But this one was done really, really well. And I, I right. think it's, it was smart of them to make it a series mm-hmm. and keep in as much footage as possible instead of trying to cut this down to like a hour and a half to two hour documentary. Actually having it as seven 45-minute episodes and keeping it as much as possible, I think, benefited it as well. Because you needed to see every awful thing these cracked-out meth heads were doing. Oh, my God. Right. And, and I also think that, that just building on that, like, it was going on, and I watched it all in one night. I watched it last night and this morning. 
And uh, I, I mean, I kept thinking to myself, oh, man, this is going a little long for what they have. And then something else amazing would come up just out of nowhere and it would just fill the time and you'd never felt like it was dragging. You know? Yeah. 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 You, you couldn't write this. Like I could imagine somebody going into a producer's office with a script with all these characters and the story and then being like, nah, it's too far fetched. Yeah, people think it's ridiculous. Like, come on. And the fact that it's like for the most part, the people that were in it says that what was filmed is accurate. The only ones that say it isn't are uh, pretty much Jeff Lowe and what's the other guy? Um, uh, Doc Antle. The two guys that are made out to be the bad guys, other than Joe Exotic, they're the only two that say things were embellished. But they had to say that because it made them look as awful as they are. Yeah, Everyone but I mean... it's pretty much like, this is pretty much how it happened. It said it was embellished, but even they said it was pretty on. I mean, they just mm. said, yeah, they dramatized it a little bit. They made them like, you know, more worse than they were. But at the same time, they didn't dispute the individual things that were happening. Mm. And they all seem to agree on all the big points, you know, like everybody, no matter where anybody, any character was on the spectrum of the show. And uh, and let's hear it up for the spectrum, by the way. But um, <laughs> you, everybody agreed that the, that that the woman killed her husband, like every one of them. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised her current husband doesn't agree with it. Everybody agreed with it, no matter where they were. Right. She must have like Harry Potter. She must have a golden snitch. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think so with her. I don't. I don't think. They're, yeah, <laughs> probably smells worse than that tiger cage. <laughs> well, he, he had a close-up of it. I wonder if you put peanut butter down there if tigers go after. No, oh, God, no. Who do you think came out the worst out of all this? Who Who do you think came out looking the worst? I think Doc Annell. Really? Uh no. Really? Shocking. I only think that because it made him look like a cult leader. Everyone else just looked like scumbags. He looked like a cult leader that abuses young women. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I think, I really think that she she came out looking the worst. Oh, she looks like a piece of shit. Because I, I don't think, because just because, I mean, it was so, like, all the stuff they were pointing to was that she actually killed a man. Right. And it was like... It not only made her, you know, guilty of murder, but the ultimate hypocrite in this story. Mm. So. I mean, your your antagonist is Joe Exotic. So everyone in this documentary hates this guy, right? And there's no question about it. The guy's a jagoff and so forth. But it's, to me, I think Mike is right. Where as you watch it, the one that comes off the worst might be her. Um <coughs> I think, I, at least I, I think so, too. I'm, I'm with Mike on that one. I think she well, was I, awful. I, mean, I really think yeah, the Exotic great thing about coming off the worst was, out of all of them, though. What's Honestly, that? Joe Exotic well, really, I think, kind of came off far and away the worst of all of them. And, and they, they did an excellent job kind of at the end of the film, too, to, to, to remind everybody, hey, by the way, this is about animal rights and humanitarianism and so on. Right. It's not about a bunch of freaks and... Right, and how it got away from that. With exactly, all how specifics. everybody lost sight of that, like, completely. And really, in the end, they made it really clear that Joe didn't really care for the animals. Um, right. They were kind of a means to an end. Like, what he wanted more than anything was to get famous, and he got it. But I yeah. also think, I also think, Clayton, on that point, that both him and her, depending on where you were in this documentary, one of the good things about it was that you would keep switching your opinion on who was worse. Yeah. 
You know, like one episode, you're like, I can't believe he freaking did that. That's unbelievable. And then you'd be like, oh, my God, she did yeah. this. And so which was, is exactly where they wanted yeah. you. It was masterful the how they spilled it like that, though. They just exactly. kind of kept moving you down different paths like the, the entire. They didn't let you see it until the end. Oh, yeah. By the way, he mistreated, you know, 230 animals or whatever for yeah. years. And, and so on. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, yeah. OK, yeah, yeah that is, so, you know, they're really kind of opening it up to you a little bit as you went. Yeah. yeah, but that's the brilliance of this documentary because there were times they made Joe Exotic seem like he wasn't the bad guy, like he was actually mm -hmm. one of the victims. And then, like like you were saying, how at the very end they kind of brought it out, like okay, remember he is still a piece of crap. The mount, the, the, the monkey story and killing the five uh, uh, tigers that yeah. they kept that they were talking. About. And did like, you guys like the, watch? the whole thing with Jeff Lowe, where they made it look like he did get set up. And yeah. then you realize that, okay, well, he is also a piece of shit. Uh, did you guys watch the after show? The I one did. That just, now, if you watch that, it, it's really not all accurate. You, you can miss it if, if you want. But um, they do mention there's a story where Joe Exotic took a horse and shot a horse point blank in the head because the uh, woman couldn't care for the horse anymore or whatnot. And the horse was fine. And he shoots it right in the head and turns to the guy that was doing the documentary on uh, the Joe Exotic TV show or whatever he was doing. And he looks at him and basically says, I don't take care of other people's animals. And shoot. Yeah. so right there, all that stuff with euthanizing the tigers and, and so forth is bullshit. This, the guy was a piece of garbage. Well, he did. I remember. Um, least, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Bad but, fashion yeah. sense, too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they wound up. I, maybe I missed this part because I, maybe I was I was only paying attention a little during some of it. But I, at some point, he torched a shed on his property, and it had I don't know countless thousands of hours of just footage. Well, the guy's uh, whole reality or, show. Yeah, his yeah, whole show. Everything was destroyed. And he I mean, killed. And he killed, killed all the alligators that were in the the yeah. there too. Can you imagine what would have came out on those tapes, like on all that all that footage? Like, can you imagine what it'd be worth? Oh <laughs> if you could get your hands especially on it, especially now, yeah, yeah. Oh, especially now, they probably yeah. lit up a hundred, hundred million dollars in that easily or more yeah. if they played it right. I uh, I'm blanking have given on them the, million for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking on the guy's name. Who was the guy that came in and basically took the zoo away from him? What was his name again? That was Jeff Lowe. Okay, yeah, so Jeff. Jeff, Jeff Lowe, he was another one where I thought, okay. He's yep. gonna be more the antagonist, the bad guy. But then at the end, I was kind of like cryptic. I was like, "All right, that was the only problem I had with the documentary." Unless I missed something, where I was like, "I thought it was a little cryptic." In that, okay, is he really full of shit and in debt and owes all these back payments and so forth, or was that all just bullshit and he just has the zoo now? I'm leaving that at highly likely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Black none of these people were winners, likely. right? None of these people were no. winners. They, there isn't a, there isn't a person in there, except maybe the, the girl, Joe's girlfriend, who weren't complete absolute scumbags in every possible way, you know. So, they, they he probably had something wrong with them. You know what? You know what's good about this? Like, as a, as someone who never took film classes, Jamie, you did. You can, you can testify more to this, but testify, I testify. Think I think this is a great way to look at filmmaking because you look at a documentary where they absolutely more than any other medium, they can make you feel a certain kind of way. Like they, 
there, the, the famous documentary, Bowling for Columbine, if you go back and you look at some of the people it had to do, of course, with the Columbine massacre, uh, they, a lot of people that were involved in that thought that the, the documentary was really unfair and fake to them and came out like in a certain kind of way. But if you watch it, you're absolutely like agreeing with everything going on. So more than any other medium, I feel like the director really has a chance to like really make you feel exactly how they want you to feel. That's yes. All. Yeah. You know, which was interesting. I like how I feel right now. I really uh. feel like as much as Doc Antle, like they, they painted him and he did come off coming out like a, a cult leader. I really feel like they didn't go deep enough into that whole like manipulation crap of how he just got people to do shit just to be a part of it like there was that one young lady that got out and was talking about it and, and it was kind of weird to hear her talk but all these people were were mesmerized by these by this cause whatever you want to call it and you want to talk about a science in the or a study in the science of human manipulation all all these idiots like uh you had Doc Antle and his harem. You had uh, Joe Exotic and his two husbands, who neither one of them were straight. Neither one of them turned out to be gay, but as long as he had meth, they were all about it. Um, and then Carol Baskin, who what her first husband was all about it, and she basically suckered him in, and they just get away with shit like. The whole yeah. scene where where, Car- where they talk about after Carol's first husband disappears, and then she uh, goes... Second husband. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Second husband. Second husband disappears, and then she shows up at the work site and gets makes off with the wills and then produces new documents that use the, use the phrase death or disappearance. Right. I mean... <laughs> Like, how do people get away with this I've never heard shit? of a will that has disappearance in it. How is that yeah. legal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of all the characters, I mean, clearly the difference between her and the other characters is that they had, she had money. She had millions of dollars and she had a lot of power. And so, like, when they talked about how none of their claims and none of their inspections came out perfect and hers always did and all this, obviously there's a, there's a political structure in place there. There's something going on, you know. At least that's what they make you think. Mm-hmm. Oh. also the golden snitch. Don't forget about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it stinks. It stinks. Smells like tigers. So there's also <laughs> there's <laughs> here, kitty, kitty. Uh, it's just the the thing that fascinated me the most about this is when I first saw this um, advertised, I I saw the Joe Exotic character. And I'm like, God damn it! I know I've seen this before. Back in 2016. I um I was I saw an episode of John Oliver because he was talking about uh, oh, yeah. the Green Party candidates, and he talked about Joe Exotic, and he showed the the um the first campaign commercial he had where he's like, I'm too goddamn I'm gay I'm too goddamn crippled it's like <laughs> screaming like that, and now to actually see this like portrayed blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. I think they had that in the documentary or in the yeah they did thing. yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's freaking insane. Like, I thought, there's no goddamn way. Yeah. And Do you think it's amazing? What's that? Well, one thing that's amazing about this is how this all managed to kind of, in the internet age, really, how this all managed to slip <laughs> through everybody's net somehow. Like, yeah. 
Well, I mean, it is backwoods. I mean, I'm not. I'm. It is backwoods, Oklahoma, and it's yeah. like how, how many, how much shit do you think happens out there in the middle of nowhere that people just don't know about, even in the age of the internet? Mm. You know, it's funny. Well, they, they they were knocking on some doors, but people just weren't interested. You know, it, yeah. of course, yeah. right? I mean, who who would be really if they if they pitched that thing to you? But it's yeah, probably, like yeah. you said though, this the, the timing was just right. It was the perfect storm for this. Probably I'm not really you, sure uh, why, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> you know. so how do probably you... a few Nat Beatys and their tidy whities running around the woods in Oklahoma <laughs> right now. So <laughs> you never quite think, know. Do you think any dentist had a problem watching this documentary? <laughs> oh my god! You think that they were part, That's oh the part god. that killed me. Is his his husband? Uh, what the fuck was his name? Uh, the first one. tattoo guy. <laughs> Uh, John, John Finley. Yeah. He uh, he was pissed about the documentary because they didn't show the scenes with him with his new teeth. That was the only thing he was mad about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Which uh, the teeth do look good. Oh, my gnarly. God. I was watching this and I'm thinking to myself, this motherfucker really doesn't put on a shirt, does he? No. no. <laughs> All seven but episodes. He's just, the after show, he goes, well, I just wanted to show off my tattoos. <laughs> he's got the meth sweats. <laughs> so, yeah. Dear God. No, the, the part the part that still gets me is the is the nice gun scene with oh. uh, the second oh. husband. Oh, geez, the right? look on that dude's face. Oh, he goes like this. Oh my God! It's like, that, like no, but no, but no, but and it just yeah, that was the other scene that got me. That was that was oh, that blew me away. Yeah, I was shocked. But it all blew him away. Who did I send that meme to? Was it Steve? <laughs> it was a still shot of that guy reacting to him pulling the trigger. And the caption was, that face you make when you win Russian roulette. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's horrible. Dear God. Oh, but yeah, that part, that part. I mean, there's still a few people I didn't think come off like a piece of shit. Like the guy that, that had no legs. I really felt bad for that guy. Oh, uh, yeah. I, and I and and the uh, the guy that yeah, got, Kelsey, the one that got her like, arm ripped off. But by the way, she's that's not a woman. That's a man. That's a guy. And that's so, a dude? The, yeah, in the after show. Um, <laughs> Wait, I thought there was. I thought there was uh, processes. No, yeah, you they, go you go to the after show. They interview and they said, "Did it bother you that everyone kept calling right. you a woman?" Holy shit! Yeah, that's that's a dude. I'm blown away right uh, now. And wow. His name was Kelsey. Well, Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. The, so this yeah. so this was same players. This is this is the unfraser. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger King is the unfraser. Oh Jesus! I guess drugs, <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug. Oh my God! Yeah. So I felt bad for the guy with the legs, and I felt bad for um the guy with that looks like Vince Neil with the long blonde hair. I, I kind of felt bad for him. I felt bad for Carol Baskin's current husband Howard because that guy obviously has never had testicles. Yeah, that guy. Oh, right. yeah, no, that guy is. Well, and he's that scared. guy's scared. That guy's scared shit. for his yes. life. He's absolutely he scared is, shitless. He is not going to cross turf for anything. Yeah. No, he's I'll not. I'll dress up any way you want me to. I'll say whatever you want me to say. Just don't feed me to the fucking lions. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a fucking blanket, that dude. Oh my god, dude, was uh, that guy better. That guy better be broke. No, I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I saw on the internet this theory that Carol's first husband, the one that was abusive to her, Carol's first oh, husband great. is actually Jeff Lowe. <laughs> uh. 
Really? What? Her husband yeah. is Jeff Lowe or like Jeff Lowe? No, is Jeff Lowe, and that she used him and paid him to trap Joe Exotic. You got You got to read the. It's, uh, it's a oh, wild. Wow, it's a it's probably probably more like he's Jeff Rowe. You know, a, like it, some kind of hillbilly. It's a wild. Jeff tin, Lynn. Hey, no, it's a wild. <laughs> it's a wild tinfoil hat kind of theory. But hey, I just watched a seven-part <laughs> series about some Oklahoma redneck who raised tigers. Yeah. Yeah. That's more of a stretch than a hot yoga class. Ooh, whoa. <laughs> They're all coming out tonight, folks. Yes, they yeah. are. The thing is, the thing is, you you didn't need to trap Joe Exotic. I mean, you, you can't no, get the guy no. to shut up. I mean, it, seriously. Yeah, well, obviously, that, that guy we, was going to do himself in one way or another. Yeah. It still blew me away with the whole lip syncing the country songs because at first you're like, God, is his voice really that good? And then you're like, Oh, wait a second. There's no guy. There's no fucking way that was that guy's voice. <laughs> Can anyone go back and look at the video? Well, of uh, of here, kitty, kitty, uh, here, kitty, kitty. Yeah, oh, it's pretty bad lip syncing. No, no, but like the whole video of like the lookalike and where she's feeding parts of her husband to the lion. Oh yeah, I love. I, that. I didn't. I didn't oh, go oh, back. Yeah, and look. that video is pretty damn funny. Can you guys see this? <laughs> no. no, I. Uh... See, I don't know how I go to any other documentary after. I'm going to judge every documentary I've ever seen on this for just pure <laughs> That's entertainment value. Because <laughs> yeah. I love documentaries. I yeah. love watching documentaries, but I've never seen one that has entertained me as much as this one. But, but I got to tell you, like, they you compare this to Making a Murder, the other Netflix uh, miniseries. I thought that was all right, but it was. I, I love to me it was it got it got kind of dry after a while. It was all right. I I thought so too. I thought the first season was really good, and the whole second season I thought was just bland and, and dragged. Well, yeah, I think I so. think it depends on its subject matter. Like whatever you're like, if you're something yeah. like this, so screwball and crazy that it you're comparing it to other screwball and crazy documentaries. Like there's a there's a great documentary, for example, on the people that jumped out at like the World Trade Center. Uh-huh. It's called. It's about the falling man and everything, and trying to find out who it was. And it's like it's a totally different mood. You couldn't compare that to this. It's such a different thing. Yeah, it's completely. It's like comparing apples and tigers. You know, Brett Heinlein. Like comparing Charles White and Adam Zink. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> I can do it. I can do it. What did you say? <laughs> oh, my God, Pete, you're killing me tonight. I can't take this. <laughs> Fucking six degrees of zinc. <laughs> oh my god. No, Keith. No. You've been known for throwing a chair or two in your time. <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody should have told Carol Baskin's first husband. <laughs> so now, I, I gotta be honest though. After watching this documentary, I have now more suspicion on some people that I've come in contact in my life, mainly in the restaurant industry, that have been meth addicts. 
Oh, okay. Oh, suspicion that they are meth addicts. Yeah, because there are always yeah. people you're like, oh, they got to be on something. But now that I've seen this and seen what like a real meth head like looks like on a daily basis, I'm like, I think they were on meth. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, in the restaurant business, you got to choose the drug. You kind of throw a dart on the board and do they have jack kind of of teeth or something? Or? It, it's the way they act. Like I, I know definitely how people act on coke i know how people act on heroin and i know weed then there's always the wild cards where you're like man you fucking acted weird but i don't know what it is probably meth mm-hmm. so this this documentary has been extra educational at least on my part for <laughs> whenever i do return to work whenever they open mm-hmm. restaurants again it's practical it's practical for you it'll help <laughs> it's the same place it's the same place Sexual. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a free seminar in workplace survival. Yeah. Oh my god. Don't, don't put like I tell my kids whenever we're near a dog in a cage. Don't put your hand in the cage. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good advice. Or, or your dick. Yeah. Or your dick. <laughs> Not without peanut butter. I have noticed uh, a few people I know won't see Tiger King out of fear that they're they're going to show like animal cruelty. And what I do like is you don't see. Any animals really getting killed or, or yes. hurt in any way? So I was, yeah, it's I not like happy. faces. It's not something you need to show. Like it, it's implied. You don't need to show. Honestly, right. it would take away from. It would just take so much away from what this is, yeah. because it, it would make it too relevant. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. The yellow technical difficulties there, Keith. No, I didn't. And it yeah. changes. I think they wanted to keep the tragic slash humorous tone. I think if they started killing animals. On camera, that would completely have changed the excuse me the tone of the song. <laughs> did you just hiccup? <laughs> yeah. What are you, totally <laughs> what are you six? <laughs> six deep? Yeah. I, I like that they also didn't have to show that guy's uh, arm getting cut off. I was I was glad that blurred out a little bit. Jeez. Really? That would have been gruesome. Weren't you the one that used to watch Faces of Death? Yeah. yeah. So I think it's, I'm in my 40s now. <laughs> <laughs> now you are dead. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm noticing my mor- my morality is creeping uh, <laughs> in slowly. So, are they just, are they just, just too strong, your moralities? Fake. <laughs> Jesus. He's dead. He's dead. No, uh, <laughs> oh, Jamie's gone. Jamie's uh, dead. Joe Best That's gonna be the Jamie's dead sound. Whenever Jamie starts dying of laughter, you're gonna get that. Did you just say Joe Best exotic? We are quickly descending into uh, disarray. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, fucking call me off guard. We've exhausted the, the Tiger King subject, I believe. Hey, Steve, oh. now's a good time to talk about what you got planned for us next week, isn't it? Oh my god, I'm gonna prime it on camera. Uh, oh, oh, oh. It's gonna be there's the some rating. It's gonna be the best 30 second podcast you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Just in time for YouTube. 30 seconds? <laughs> what are you gonna show replays? Um, I, I count taking my pants off. Picking so up the s- tissue on slow me. motion and yeah. different and angles. Then, 
And then I want some of the crying afterwards just to t- tug at the heartstrings a little bit. <laughs> Next week, we are doing another extended show, probably an hour long, which is what our previous two... Well, didn't we have one goal, like almost two hours? Yeah, it was pretty long. The second one, I think we just went forever. because Yeah, that went for, forever. Uh, we, <laughs> we didn't have anywhere to go. another one of our drinking game um, trivia quizzes. And I have a 80s movie quiz that I have been working on. Oh, so shit. I will not be the one completely out of my mind drunk. It'll be these four fuckers. Um, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I, didn't know. Say, I didn't say out of my mind drunk. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, and that is what we're doing next week. So we're going to have another one of our highly entertaining, hopefully, drinking game trivia question shows. So anyone that's listening, please, you know, Go on uh, YouTube, go on our website, um, go on our chat line, just give us answers, give us questions, give us suggestions. I'm going to have 20 questions. Awesome. Oh, nice. Oh. And Steve, Steve's been working on this for weeks. This is going to be a masterpiece of master uh, piecing. And maybe I can uh, put my technical knowledge to, to use and come up with a scoreboard for the live stream. Scoreboard, scoreboard. We don't need no stinking scoreboard. <laughs> that was another thing. Like I'm such a like becoming such the tech geek since I've been trying to set all this sh- shit up for this show. I'm watching that uh, uh, Tiger King, and when they show his webcast, I'm like, wow, they got a pretty good green screen technology going. Right? Like, what's, I wonder what software now, they're Keith, using. <laughs> you just said becoming a tech geek. Yeah. Uh, Do you want me to remind you of the lightsaber scene you filmed in New Jersey when you were living there? No. Oh. So, <laughs> you've been a techie no. for quite a while. That is, Come on. This is a good time That's to go. That's Jedi. FNNoisePod.com. Check out all the links. Until next week, FNNoisePod.com. 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 And don't forget to, uh, and if anyone wants to show their titties, please send us uh, text and uh, yes. any kind of breasts, uh, prefer- preferably female. Uh, 